Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Omnics of all ages, welcome back. Episode 2, Play of the Game. And boy, do we have a lot to discuss. Bash is overpowered! <laughs> As always, the voices behind the mics, I'm Mario. I'm Scott. I'm Chad. Where to begin, guys? Where to begin? Obviously, we have the new season, mm -hmm. which comes with new placement matches. <laughs> How do we do, guys? I ended last season in the low 31s, and that was a little lower than I wanted to be to begin with, but I did my placements. I went six wins, three losses, and a draw. Unfortunately, the game felt that was precedence enough to drop me down to 2796. And I thought I did fairly well. I did really well, but I think part of the problem was is that I almost exclusively played Mercy. And, you know, I've heard that in the past, too, where people who play a lot of supports get kind of screwed over in the placement matches. And they did try to fix it. They tried to increase the, the uh, kind of the uh, outcome for mm -hmm. playing support, because it's a totally needed right. and S important role. So if you had to guess, how many matches did you play Mercy out of your 10? <sighs> Probably six or seven. So and you played support at least 75% of the time? Yes. Okay, and you um, played Platinum? And I, oh, God. Six... Three and one, is that what you said? Six, three, and one, yeah. And that's frustrating for a previous diamond player to be. Yes, and I think you know. I deserve to be in diamond still. And um, because of course, I want to work up the Masters, and I think that's mm -hmm. totally possible as well. And I think that's our goal for this season, right? All three of us, that's we, our, our main goal is to get to Master play. We would, yeah, we would. So, I got hit hard. so last season was funny for me because my career high overall last season, I made it to 3479. I was one game away from Master, and I just couldn't clinch it. You know, I just started to lose after that. I think I ended the season right around 3350-ish, um, I believe. My my placement matches for season four, I won seven games and lost three. I played a couple games as support. I think I played Lucio and Mercy a couple times, but overall, I, I tried to stick to Reaper as much as I could because I know my win rate with him is pretty solid. I may have played Symmetra once or twice even, but tried to get as much Reaper in as I could. I ended up placing in Diamond. I think I placed at like mid 3300s I, I placed almost right where i left off so i almost didn't even skip a beat right so you yeah. pretty much uh, that's not bad and yeah. right now after our, us gaming last night i am at like 3400 even and like i was telling you guys earlier um one of the guys i was actually playing with he ended last season in mid 33s as well he got dropped down to 2795. Ooh, that hurts. That's a pretty big jump. That's a bad that's jump. That's a gigantic jump. I thought my three three to 400 points was bad. His was bad. That's painful. Yeah, that's painful. Yeah. How about you, Mario? How'd you so do? So I, I preface this by saying I had a blast playing placement matches this time. <laughs> um, I didn't feel much pressure like I did the last season mm -hmm. to, to do really well in the placement matches. So I kind of wanted to go into this one having a lot of fun. Um, I primarily played, I want to say, at least 80% of my matches is Roadhog. Um, he's been the guy I've been putting the most hours into. The hog. And uh, I did fairly well. Um, in terms of the overall win rate, I went 8-1-1. One, and, one, and the one match we lost, we barely lost. So I was very close to going 9-0-1. and, nine, oh, and one. Um, Last season, I finished at 32 50 somewhere in that ballpark uh, just approaching 3300 um, my season high was 3306 if I remember correctly um, I ended up placing 3188 
and I was super excited about that. I gave a little couple fist pumps in the air <laughs> after that, uh, uh, and I felt I, I I honestly felt that I carried a few matches. Um, th- uh, there was a few matches where I went a lot of gold with uh, Roadhog, and uh, I had a girl gamer that I got placed with who told me that I was the best Roadhog she's ever played with. So uh, that's my little toot my own horn. Granted, she sounded like she was it was either a 12 year old boy or like a 14 year old girl. I couldn't really mm. tell the difference between the boys. <laughs> uh, no, I had a lot of fun this season. Um, you know, I'm currently. Uh, you know, 3,200, somewhere in that ballpark with, uh, you know, Master right right there. It's right there. You know, we can see it. And, you know, I, I think we've said in the past, too, that, you know, we, as Diamond players, we're kind of approaching this podcast as Diamond players. But that's the funny thing about Masters. I don't think, if even if we get there, we'll feel such pride. <laughs> I don't think any of us expect to stay there because Masters, you can lose Masters. That's unlike right. yeah. So, so here's what you want to do. You want to get to Masters. You're yes. going to feel accomplished. But you're not going to feel comfortable until you build a cushion. Mm-hmm. Get me up, uh, you know, 36, 3700. Yeah, I might feel comfortable in calling myself a master player. But until I get to that point, uh, I'm a solid diamond player mm-hmm. with aspirations of moving up to <laughs> um, a master. But uh, um, obviously with the new season, there came a lot of changes. Yes. Um, season four brought a lot of new and unexpected uh, little gotchas, if you will. Because Bastion gotcha. <laughs> Bastion will get you. Uh, <laughs> and that's kind of how I actually played my placements, too, is as Mercy. Kind of really supporting that Bastion mm-hmm. in the beginning. And I was actually solo healer a lot because if we had a hog, a bastion, a soldier, they could heal themselves. I've been seeing a lot more solo heals. A lot Um, more solo heals. Do you guys think that was kind of weird? Um, Coming a brand new season into season four, which is super important, uh, you know, to get more people into the game. People that did very bad last season have a new fresh start to get into this season. In doing so, make completely overhauling a character enough to where a meta is built around him. At the same time, the El Presidente beep boot meta. Sure, um, is no, it's very real because we've seen an attack and defense. I, and the thing is, I think we haven't seen it to this extent, but we've seen it before. Like the Genji meta we had before, where it was basically which team had the better Genji. Um, you, you know, the triple tank was a little different, but I think that was almost an unspoken Roadhog meta because even a lot of people said if you have triple tank and you don't have a Roadhog, you're not doing yeah, the triple tank you're not right. Doing enough damage. You're not doing it right. Right. My point being is other than the Genji which was Mm -hmm. almost automatic Mm -hmm. the triple tank didn't develop right at the start of last season I think that's true Um, it was before that yeah this was an automatic you're gonna face a Bastion (laughs) you're gonna have a Bastion on your team and the thing is it wasn't even something we had to figure out we were told this like Blizzard was like look at all these buffs and the whole community without even playing Bastion there was like an uprising people were like are you kidding me because even on (laughs) Because of some things, like on paper, on paper, Sabra sounds scary, right? Mm-hmm. But in execution, she's like, oh, she's not that bad. Don't get me wrong. I've seen great Sombra Great play. Sombra plays are highly effective in everything, yeah. on paper, Bastion sounds terrifying. And then you just kind of knew going <laughs> yeah. into it that it'd be terrifying. Because we know from the past that he could be a problem if people just didn't handle him right, or mm-hmm. he wasn't supported properly. Now he doesn't need any of that. Yep. Um, really quick, let's just go over what he got. Yeah, let's talk about the specifics, just in case you don't know. So in sentry mode, which is the turret form, his reconfiguration time is decreased from 1.5 to 1 
second, which that's the time it takes for him to go from being bipedal into the turret. Mm -hmm. Super okay with that. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. mind that. Bullet spread it is increased by fifty percent in in century in century in, er, yes. turret in turret which is century no century yeah yeah I'm sorry yeah, I'm losing my mind century because yeah, yeah. recon turret. is when he's walking yeah, 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 yeah. sorry so anyways bullet spread is increased by fifty percent and the bully spread bullet spread is always at maximum there's mm -hmm. no minimum and then it gets higher sure it just it just is. like soldiers which is, for example again mm -hmm. fine. Uh, magazines increased by 50%, 200 to 300 rounds. Okay with that? Even no, okay, okay with, with that. Yeah. I, I think it was kind of unnecessary, but I'm okay with I it. I would have said no to this if they didn't do this next one. No longer deals critical headshot damage, right. which I am fully in support of. Mm -hmm. That makes him much more of a tank buster, yep. barrier buster, which I think is a much better role for him. Because yes. with the bullet spread being too high, he's not going to be picking off tracers and widows and whatever, even though his drop-off's not... It's, it's yeah. pretty heavy. But it's kind of good to see this. Uh, now in recon mode, when he's running around on two feet, his bullet spread is decreased by 25%, and he actually has five more rounds in the gun. So from 20 to 25. That one I was a little worried about, only because of everything else they kind of gave him. Yeah, you know, they increased his effectiveness in sentry mode and, so much. Well, they increased his effectiveness everywhere. <laughs> yeah, well, that's just the thing. Is Was it necessary mm -hmm. doing... And we're not even done with the update. We're not even done naming <laughs> off the buffs yet. That's the thing, and we already want to discuss it. Go ahead and name off the rest of the buffs, then okay. we'll jump back. His self-repair, he can now move while using it. Mm -hmm. He is... It's They changed it to... Uh, right click or L2. Yeah, they changed player, the button, which, is which threw fine. me a little bit the first time I played them, yeah. <laughs> you can go change it. Everyone has the option to change sure. that. Sure, sure, sure. Um, it is no longer interrupted by receiving damage, so he can keep healing despite being attacked. Do we know his heal rate? I can't remember. It's okay. I, I think someone says akin to soldiers... It's unfortunate, is what. It is. <laughs> <laughs> that is my biggest problem. With we'll, we'll get to that. Yes. We'll get to that. Yeah. And it's a resource, kind of like Diva's defense matrix. So you so, can run out of healing. Right. Yeah. It's not like how it used to be. If you were behind a corner, you, you could heal definitely. Yeah. As long now, as you weren't being shot. Right. Yeah. Now it's uh, a resource. We just have to let it recharge. But that doesn't really matter because his new passive ability, Ironclad, he takes 35% less damage, which was recently patched to 20%. When? He's in sentry or tank mode. Mm -hmm. So now, if he's a turret or if he's using using his ultimate, he takes 20% after the patch, less damage. So if he's healing and just taking damage, it's somewhat almost mitigated. Mm -hmm. As Scott, you can, you can attest this because... So the other day I was playing against one, and this is not new information. You may have seen YouTube videos. I'm a Reaper main. I hopped basically on top of Bastion while he was shooting in the other direction. He was surrounded by a couple of healers, and I had my alt. I'm like, I'm going to take out two healers quick and then hopefully finish off the Bastion. Hopefully kill the Bastion. And my alt goes off, and it goes through its whole thing. One of the healers dies instantly. The other one, Lucio, does speed away in time to get away, the little punk. The Bastion heals himself calmly, waits for my alt to finish, and just guns me down. Finish reads in, reading the book that he's reading. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, really just you, you know, goes about his day. And, you know, Reaper, the, thi the thing about Reaper, I feel like Blizzard is kind of ignoring him in a way, which I don't want to get off topic. I'm talking about Bastion. But Reaper has, his ultimate is one of the big reasons to play Reaper. It really is. Um, and when they nerfed his ultimate, and with these new bastions or these new buffs to Bastion, it's really affecting Reaper's gameplay a little bit. Well, I think that's the point of our complaints: is he's affecting everybody's he is. gameplay. Uh, you know, thinking about Roadhog, 
there is no way I should not be able to hook him out of turret mode. Yeah. Blast him point blank in the face and then have to do it two more times for him to die. <laughs> That's excessive. Well, you're also a part of the uh, problem with that is the armor and how pellet sure. weapons such as Tracer, Diva, Roadhog, Reaper all have this problem where each individual pellet does such deadly damage Nothing. that armor, no matter who it is, yep. Bastion, Reinhardt, the armor is going to help mitigate a lot of it. Um, but I do remember a time when you could uh, range shot with Roadhog, do his little the ball, uh, hook him, bring him in, shoot him, and he's likely dead. Yeah. Right. Um, that's not really going to be a thing anymore, especially because of the ironclad passive. Right. If you can, if you get a secondary fire off of him first, it's going to do significantly so less damage. So another thing that we were, uh, I'm. You uh, watching one of the play of the games from last night in a match that Scott and I were doing. I feel, and what uh, Blizzard should look into is when Roadhog uses his ultimate. I think that should knock him out of his turret mode. We were talking and, about that because yeah, yeah. of the knockback. Right, I part think, of the point. I think that make would make the most sense, and that would make me feel a little bit more comfortable if they don't nerf him any more than what they already did. We're, having Roadhog do his ultimate, knocks him out of his form, and then you're able to do uh, normal damage to him. Does, uh, when Zarya uses Graviton Surge near a, a Bastion in Sentry Mode, he stays in Sentry Mode, doesn't he? Correct. I believe he, so. But he comes to the Graviton, but still in Sentry. I, I don't know. If, does he come That's a good question. Yeah. I, I kind of remember that happening. I, we're, I'm going to be honest with, with anyone listening right now. None of us are avid Zarya players. And we all kind of want to be because yes. she's highly effective, but none of us well, play Zarya We never enough. practice her effectively. Yeah. We never actually pick her up in competitive. We kind we, of just mess around with we, her. <laughs> I, we love playing her oh, in she's quick play, and, but we just don't feel so comfortable right. with her that we're willing to take her into competitive yet. And so because of that, I apologize to any of you avid Zarya <laughs> players, but we... I don't. We're, we, I don't I, I love Zarya. She's no, a fantastic she's character, but uh, um, we we just we, we don't know her finer details quite yet. I think. Right, and really yeah. quick, let's wrap up the Bastion buffs and adjustments. Mm -hmm. um, he has one small nerf, which is kind of mitigated by a buff he had. While he's using his ultimate, which is configuration tank, mm -hmm. it no longer grants the bonus armor. But okay, but he, he has still has iron, iron clad clad, while yeah. in the tank mode. It, it seems odd to me that they would give him this passive ability instead of just giving him more armor. That's yeah. That was the discussion that we had because uh, we were talking about how Blizzard wanted Overwatch to be very approachable. Mm -hmm. How everything was kind of simple and but wel had welcoming, very deep yeah. execution. Easy to learn, hard to master. Right. So like yeah. Genji, Genji, looking at him, okay, he throws shurikens, he can jump around, and he can deflect stuff. Okay, I get. That. I get it. So, um, but there's no secret hidden numbers. Right. And I feel like it's very MOBA y or kind of RPG to but, have these background percentages going on. But, I mean, we, we kind of, you know, there were comparisons when Overwatch first came out between a MOBAs. Like, this is a first-person MOBA. Well, yeah, it was, yeah, it was based off of, yeah, yeah, or yeah. Uh, influenced by MOBAs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mario? So, obviously, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and uh, going on Reddit and looking at all the forums. Mm -hmm. This isn't a complete bastion Ugh, terriblenessness. <laughs> if I have a good bastion on my team, I am super happy about this of bastion. Of course. Oh, I've always been. Um, 
I don't think he needs much more re- reworking in terms of being OP. I, you know, obviously Blizzard recognized, you know, uh, Mr. Kaplan himself played Bastion, recognized that there is an issue that needs to be addressed. Uh, hence the what twenty thirty percent nerf at that point, correct? He went from well, 30, thirty-five to twenty percent. They're going to nerf him to twenty percent for Ironclad. Right. Yeah. I think it just dropped uh, two days ago. Okay, in the PTR. No, and uh, oh, live. Oh, no kidding. Okay. It was part of that update that we got. Okay. That's fixed a few bugs. Um, I think that uh, included that. So, but I'm also happy that he's now being picked. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a character yeah. that, you know, you didn't see being picked a lot. Uh, and that was over, uh, you know, Blizzard's point. Um, there's a character that's not being utilized that we feel can be effective. Here's how we're going to make him effective. <laughs> so let me ask you this, Mario, though, with this 20%, so the Ironclad now is 20%, let's just say it is, even if maybe it's not, it's going to be, so I'm, let's just yeah, say I'm it is. Sure it dropped. Is that enough? No, um, I, I feel they will rework his healing. There's no way this side of the Mississippi River that he should be able to outheal your healers on your team. Or a Reaper Alt. That doesn't make any sense. I was 1v1ing a Bastion just literally last night. And of course, all he had to do was out heal and then gun me down. Right. As a tracer, I was fighting a Bastion. What did he do? He jumped into. He jumped back, popped into Sentry, healed. and now what, what am I supposed to do? What can you do? <laughs> like you compared yeah. his you healing to soldiers. Uh, yeah. Let me look it up. Um, I I feel it's got to be higher than that. I think it is. I think it's actually. I think it may be higher than soldiers. Chat will look that up for us. Does seventy five health per second? Right. Holy That's insane. Holy. That's insane. Um, that needs work. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care who you are. That's more healing than what Zenyatta, Mercy, mm-hmm. uh, everyone except Mercy for Ana. That's it, ridiculous. Everybody except for Ana that must, does more healing per second. Um, I don't even have to look up those numbers, and I, I can almost guarantee that. So in our Soldier it, does 40 health per second, but again, he can affect others. Sure. But Bastion can run away and do this. So among us, our lowly group of diamond and platinum level players, what would we recommend if we had to, if we could sit down with dear Jeff Kaplan and be like, hey, this is what we think should change. What do we think should change? First, I am not going to say Bastion is overpowered, even though I made that joke right as the episode started. I don't think he's necessarily overpowered. I think he's strong. I think he's really strong, um, especially at our level of play, uh, where not everyone's a total precision player, and sure. we get those goofy Junkrats who aren't doing their proper job. Because <laughs> um, Junkrat can be effective against this guy if yeah. you know if they're not being derpy like I seem to get. But I think he's really strong. Is he overpowered? No, I see him die a lot, um, usually by another Bastion. <laughs> but what they should have done. Wait, wait. What you mean is usually by being orbed by Zenyatta and then, and then focused down by yeah, everyone, including exactly. the healers. Um, I think instead of doing this ironclad passive, again that hidden percentage, which is kind of a, again a weird thing for what over, for what I feel like Overwatch was trying to go for this approachable, simple but complex type uh, aesthetic. What they should have done is when he popped into Sentry, give him in fact. So yeah, in Recon, he has normal health. When he pops into Sentry, give him more armor. Just like how he does with Tank. Sure. When he pops into Tank or sure. when uh, Torbjorn pops Molten Core, uh-huh. you, you see you see a physical bar mm-hmm. above their head appear more yellow because they've got more armor because of the ability. Give him a few more armor. That's fine. Um, that way he's more defensive while in his defense mode. And when he's running around, he can still self-heal like a madman. Even if they, if they adjusted that, I'd try to be okay too, just a little bit. Uh, but that way his, his sentry mode is a little more viable, a little more tanky and defensive like it's supposed to be. Because I get it, if you're sitting duck in a corner, mm-hmm. you're taking a bunch of like hits. 
uh, you, if you don't move in time, you're dead. And I get that. So I think that might be a way to go. Uh, because originally they did have that shield on them. Which was supposed to mitigate that whole oh, I'm stuck in one spot. Yeah. So I, I have to disagree with just the very first thing you said. And I say this very tentatively because I know that it's a common thing to be... Um, to say, oh, someone's OP, someone's OP. I honestly do think right now Bastion is overpowered. Okay. I think I think he, I think they did too much too fast. And I get I get uh, I, I Blizzard agree too much too fast because Blizzard is almost all or nothing. Like if if we're like, hey, we think that this character needs a, a small change to make them more viable. Blizzard's like, hundred percent more damage. Like Blizzard goes all out, and I kind of appreciate that in a way. Like I do like that when they address something, they address the hell out of something. Is that a product of them trying to make a character instantly viable, or is that a product of development and getting a patch out there? Maybe both. Hard to say. I think it's there's a lot of variables. I think though, when I when I see my team and I see the enemy's team and I see them have a bastion <laughs> and we don't. All of a sudden, I'm like scared for our team. I'm like, okay, so now we're going to play a new game called Counter Bastion. I think Bastion as a character right now, in the context of having a five-player team around him to work with him, I think he's overpowered. Um, I agree that he does kind of consume a current meta. Absolutely. Um, I'm not going to say he's overpowered. Let me say this, though, because I do really appreciate whenever a non-viable quote-unquote character is made viable. I love it. Mm -hmm. Oh, it gets me excited because I'm so bored of... Reinhardt, Lucio, Soldier, Anna, yeah, yeah. Anna. I'm so tired of like the classic six-person team. And when you don't have that, you're like slightly uncomfortable. Yeah, it makes you uncomfortable when you see someone sign in as a Junkrat or a Widowmaker. Which is and sad because you want you want everyone to be viable, and you want to see someone do amazing. As, as these and when I see a team who's non-classic, and I don't really mean off-meta, I still want to see the two-two-two, or you know, it makes me comfortable to see that. But I like seeing characters that you don't normally see. Because I feel like now they have to play against a team that they're not used to playing against. Right. Like I told you that yeah. Skya, that round four of just Skya, mm-hmm. we were getting rolled. Mm-hmm. I switched to Tracer. He said, hey, let me attack on Tracer. And we took it. Yep. And then we had to defend. Yep. And I said, let's do it. Let's go full cancer. I'm going to play Symmetra. Full cancer. <laughs> let's get one Mercy, just the Mercy. We get Soldier, Hog, Torbjorn, you know, Ryan. Let's do it. Yeah. And we we totally did. But it. so I got to, to Bastion though. I guess my, my point is I'm happy they buffed him and he should be buffed. I want Bastion to be viable. Mm-hmm. They went too far, in my I, opinion. I, I agree. Like they I said, I was far. telling you about that psychology yeah. test for children with the pendulum, with all the different parts you could change out. And the idea is that you're supposed to get the child to move, change one thing at a time so they can figure out what's working, what's helping them get the longest mm. arc on their swing. Experimentation. Right. So, but it's it's a systematic and yeah. thought out experimentation. This just seems like... <laughs> they threw everything at the wall. Right. And when we hear these things individually, they're like, hey, that's a good change. Give them a little more ammo. Give them more, get removed headshots, but give them more spread. Right. Whatever. So, but they did everything at once. Mm-hmm. And I, I said that might be a product of development. That Bastion took the blunt... He has the throne of the, the newest updates, but there's obviously other characters that have some <laughs> tweaks. And 
Um, you know, I think we should give them their due diligence. Mario's way of saying, them. guys, let's move this conversation. Uh, we need along. to talk about Roadhog. We need to yes. talk about Roadhog. <laughs> <and> <laughs> about yeah. the best character in And that's fine. Since so. we're actually going to talk about Roadhog, let's just go through the other guys really quick. Sure, yeah, go ahead. Let's, uh, let's talk about the facts before we get right. to the opinions. So, Diva, Defense Matrix, enemy shots no longer need a travel uh, to travel a minimum distance before they can be blocked. What does that mean before, in layman's terms? So, before, this was actually kind of a hidden update that a lot of people didn't know about. Mm-hmm. Before, um, even though some weapons are hit scan, meaning when you fire, it instantly hits wherever you're looking. Uh, some weapons needed, uh, sorry, Travel Diva. Time. Yeah, Diva needed a certain distance out of the muzzle before she could block. So if a Soldier 76 was right in Diva's face, it would still hit her. Point blank range. range. Yeah, point take, blank range would still hit her. Even the best though example scan. you could possibly think of Roadhog's is Roadhog. Mm-hmm. Roadhog hooks a character, brings him in, point blank shot. Diva was not able to block that. Right, right. She so was now... not able to block that for other characters mm-hmm. either. Yes. However, now with this new uh, um, buff, mm-hmm. she's now able to block that for herself. Um, well, actually, if she, she can't block it she for herself because she's yet. still stunned. I take that back. Um, she can block it, however, for allies. Which mm-hmm. is because that's what I've always awesome. tried to do is Diva, like, oh, someone got hooked, turn, put my shield up. I'm like, why didn't that help you? This because of this minimum distance travel thing. I'm glad they. I'm kind of glad they did that. No, uh, but there's a new problem. There. Well, some. Well, there's a minor. Here's the thing. There's a glitch. It is not something that was mm-hmm. intended. Where someone can shoot through another character and it goes through her defense matrix. They are going to fix it. Right. We, 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 it. Other than saying there's a glitch right now, it's not something worth addressing. Right. Because it's, it's just because it's not intended. Yeah, it's I, not intended. They'll fix it. So what's next? May. While she's in cryo freeze, while she's doing her self healing ice block, she can be targeted by allies, which is amazing. Because sure. as I was a Zen or a Mercy, I'm like, oh crap, you have like two health. Good, you're an ice block. I'm gonna throw an orb on you. I can't. Because the cryo freeze right. only heals her so much. So and, now we can get her right. full while it she's in. It heals her uh, yep. 150. Good yep. job. Yep. Okay, so Mercy, when she resurrects others, she is also also temporarily invulnerable along huge. with her allies. This is huge. Mercy is one of those characters that from the beginning there's a huge argument about how viable she is. Yes. Because it, at the lower tier levels, anywhere from bronze to platinum. Very viable. Even Jeff Kaplan's come out and said that in the lower levels, she's one of the most popular characters. But of course, when you get to Grandmaster area type, you don't see her played almost at all. Yeah, um, which is sad because she's the quintessential healer. She is. And it's something I don't really understand if I'm being... Like, we're obviously not Grandmasters. No, we are not. Rez is such a powerful tool. But that's the but, problem, is that's all she's bringing yes. in their eyes. Like, in, in a Grandmaster's eyes, they would rather have a healer who can also affect the enemy team. And Mercy doesn't really do that. Because she doesn't bring damage. Mm-mm. She has a defensive alt or, or a responsive alt. Mm-hmm. So instead of being proactive, um, it's reactive. In a way, until she ults, it's a 5v6 mm-hmm. game. In the eyes of the Masters. Yeah. And I, I disagree, of course, to that. Because quite frankly, if you can fine. keep your Zarya or Reinhardt alive that's a big deal. way longer... Yeah. But that's the problem, though. You have one character less of firepower. Well, that's the thing, though. If you run into a room trying to save your Reinhardt swinging at Zarya mm-hmm. and, say, a Reaper comes, your job is to basically just try to keep that Reinhardt alive and, 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 kills both those, and, and not die. And not die. Because you can't help right. fight. A Lucio or Ana can help fight. Right. And yep. even though Lucio is more of a hassler, I would say, yeah. and he can do those quick boops off the edge, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Zen, I love Zen. He's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Zen's a great character. Right. Um, Just gave some golden balls. Mm-hmm. So really quick, yeah, with Mercy 2, Caduceus Staff, Zenyatta can no longer be target of Transcendence. 
um, and then some sensitivity adjustments for her and other characters. So let, let's keep moving because I, th yeah. I think you know we, we've covered Mercy a bit. So, so we'll Roadhog is the last big one. A lot of other characters had sensitivity. Now, for those of you that may not remember, Roadhog is my man's Mario's main character. Yes, he's Mario's all about Roadhog because he's fat. Um, <laughs> Scrap Gun is I'm not decreased. fat in real life, by the way. He's not fat. He's not None of us are actually fat in real life. Weird. Um, except your wife. Huh? Oh. She's pregnant. She is pregnant. She's going to listen to this and Chad now I'm in trouble. She's Chad, pregnant. It's Chad fine. doesn't represent it's my thoughts. It's fine. Okay. Her spread is decreased by... She's the one that made a stop at McDonald's. Oh my God. She's okay. pregnant. The Keep going. The spread is decreased by 20%. And now on the hook, this is the big one. Targets are pulled to a location 3.5 meters away instead of two. Guess what? That means nothing. No, it still does. The, the, I know the decrease in the spread helps, and if you still pull, if you still look up a little bit when you grab, you're likely to get that one kill, the the quick kill. Um, what I'm also really excited about is that cooldown from six to eight seconds on the hook. That's because true. last week, if you remember talking, um, as a tracer, sometimes he would just you shoot, jump, 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 he'd heal. I want to comment on what Mario just said. It's not a big deal. If you're good. <laughs> because the thing is, I have, since this update, I have been grabbed by Roadhog several times, and he didn't kill me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Even as tracers, actually. Yeah. Yeah, so it's too. not an insta one, one shot, one kill mm -hmm. anymore, but if you can headshot, you're golden. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah, look up a little bit. I mean, I'm not a pro professional gamer by any stretch of the word, but I it's would say my, I'm an 80% kill. You know, anybody... 250 HP or under is pretty much going to be dead at this point. Um, you know, you, you have your uh, you know, uh, long-range fire, your short-range fire, and your melee, and you're, you're pretty good to go. However, uh, it, you know, if you're not 100% you're aiming, sure, that can be a, a bit difficult. Mm -hmm. Now, the big thing is obviously the two seconds. Two seconds is not a long time. It is in the world it's of Overwatch. It's 33%. Yeah. Um, I, I do find myself hiding a lot more than I used to. <laughs> sure. Uh, before I, six seconds, you just count down in your head really quick. I'm going to peek out now. Now you're sitting behind that wall for an extra two seconds. That's going to affect Ooh. the rest of the game. Let me ask you this, though, because I am not a Roadhog competitive player. I'm a Roadhog Mystery Heroes I player. Play. Like, and here's the thing. I enjoy Roadhog. I have fun when yeah, I play Roadhog. But I'm not a competitive Roadhog player. I feel, and this is just my opinion, that let, whether or not you land that hook, you, you launch the hook. We know that. The hook now is on cooldown. Isn't it better to get in there and do heavy damage with that damn shotgun yeah. than it is to hide so, and wait for your hook to reload? That's why I said uh, the distance in which the character is being put in front of you is not that big of a, uh, a factor for me is because of his main shot mm -hmm. is so focused now that... It doesn't, in my opinion, it doesn't really affect it all that much. His, what you guys would call right-click uh, in the PC world, is definitely more viable at this point. Um, before, I would just use his long-range shot 80% mm -hmm. uh, of the time. Sure. And right. short range to His left-click. Sure. No, his left click is the primary fire on PC. See, we're not PC yeah, players. That's, so <laughs> clearly. It's a perfect example. Um so vice, uh, you switch around everything I just said. Um, <laughs> Basically, his primary fire. Yeah, his primary fire, fire is a lot more. I would say I only used that a twenty percent of the time, and that was only when I was landing a hook. Um, I, I I would say it's at least a fifty-fifty split at this point, which is I think probably the focus of uh, his changes. Um, but I'm super happy overall. I do want to mention though something you said earlier, where you talked about how people were giving you grief 
for picking Roadhog, which is insane to me. Yeah. Like, oh, he got nerfed. He got by nerfed, him. and that's not, that maybe that's a topic that's a little off, and we don't mean to ramble too much. No, but, I, I think that might have been like a one, you know. But that's, just people hear the word nerf, and they nerf instantly yeah. think, oh, you you can't play that character anymore because uh, Overwatch just nerfed him. You know that game? I probably had five medals. You know, whatever. It's like. <laughs> Don't forget, okay. nerf means attempt, nerf and buff. To balance. And balance. Attempt, attempt, attempt to balance. Attempt to balance. Yes. It does not mean that a character is playable or unplayable unless bashed in. No, sometimes <laughs> it does happen sometimes. Yeah, sure. obviously, uh, you know, I'm a full-fledged Overwatch nerd. I watch all the professional streamers and all, you know, when I have time. Sure, sure, and, sure. And, you know, uh, there's a really good, I don't want to give shout-outs to anybody at this point, but there's a really good... Uh, you know, number one hog player in the world who I watch, I frequent quite often. You can shout out. I don't think I don't um, think we'll get in any trouble. Well, I mean, it's hard blue, obviously. Oh, it's hard blue. Okay. That. Um, and even he agrees with me. Like he he, he didn't really get changed at all. Yeah. Like, if you ha- if you land your headshot or you aim up just slightly, mm-hmm. yeah. slightly. you're okay, gonna so be same. okay. And you know his primary fire at this point is super super effective. Oh God. Yeah. Um, he, he's still a fun character to play. Yeah. Everybody at home. Go pick Roadhog. Go pick go Roadhog. And and, and you know too. And I don't I don't mean to go off a little bit, but don't pick or don't don't pick or not pick a character based on nerfs and buffs. That's ridiculous. And don't let somebody talk you out of a character no. either. That's um, another thing we run into way too much. Yeah. Because um, kind of like you and I were saying. Um, when I pick Symmetra in defense, there's just that little bit of nervousness like someone's going to grieve. And that that's from the old days when before any of our changes, people did not like Symmetra. And well, e- even now I still have that fear when I yes, pick her, but saying. at least she's in a spot now where the general public accepts her. Right. And you kind of getting myself ran into that last night. We were just talking about this earlier. Um, we were trying to be helpful. Um, so we were in a competitive match oh, and we were with a group of guys, uh, a three stack feminist. Four. Feminist. It was us and a four stack. Okay. Yep. And, uh, we asked a very, you know, they were, they picked a, uh, uh Symmetra on attack. On attack. Yes. And we asked a very simple question. We said, Hey, what's the game plan with Symmetra on attack? What do you guys want to do so we, we can work around it? And they instantly went off as if we were attacking them. Yeah. For picking, but listen. We have won seven games right. in a row, and, and we get questioned every single time. And finally, we're like, listen, we're not those people. Yeah. We're not toxic. Nope. We're asking what your game plan is mm-hmm. so we can win this match. <laughs> they said, do, we were like, do you have a plan with Symmetra? And we'll play around it. We're fine with that. Do but your job. Th- clearly, they have had a lot of heat for right. playing attack so that's, Symmetra. That's the point I'm trying to get. Yeah. Is that, you triggered them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like... It's to the point now where you can't even question somebody because they're instantly going to think you're trolling, <laughs> and that's not the point. Like there are real gamers out there who are trying to win this match with you. Now speaking of Symmetra, I think we can move on a little bit. Symmetra and Torbjorn got mm-hmm. buffs, and this is something this is that big. it wasn't widely Correct. advertised. I actually heard it first time from another player when I was playing. Symmetra and Torbjorn on console only got a 15% damage buff in their turrets. So you guys heard that first. Just on this podcast, because you listen to any other podcast, it's gonna be PC. PC or, console players you know, here. Console players. So well, so let's talk about that because here's the thing: when they got nerfed way back when, mm-hmm. that was a huge deal for two reasons. First of all, at the time, Torbjorn was kind of considered overpowered on console because players had a hard time reacting to his turret. Well, because the control stick is an right. innate yeah, disability. Yeah. I don't want to get too much into controls, yeah. but that's that's the truth of the matter. Is And at the time, too, quick play, you could pick any number of the same characters. It's kind of like, <laughs> well, it's kind of like a free-for-all. Oh no. yes. back, back in the day, back in the day, 
uh, you could pick six Torbjorns, mm-hmm. and it was ridiculous. On console. So, on console, yeah. And it, people had a hard time reacting to the turret, so they nerfed him. However, they also nerfed Symmetra, which kind of shocked everybody. That was a little weird to me. It yeah. was weird to me, too. And because I felt, I already felt like Symmetra was kind of hated. So when they nerfed her, I was like, great. I'm never going to be able to play this character that I love again. Um, but now they brought him back up a little bit. And I think it's because people are learning how to deal with characters better. I think that's just the truth of the matter. Where did Mario see this? I'm having trouble finding evidence to support the idea that this buff is happening. What buff? This turret buff. I I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, I I was told, and Mario said he looked it up and confirmed, that there was a buff uh, on console for turrets. But uh, Symmetra and Torbjorn have always been in a uh, very weird place. And it's, it's something that, you know, on... On PC, it was never even changed. You know, they kind of kept them the same. So it is kind of a big deal. We're actually looking it up now to see if... I, I'm all for the idea. Um, I think Torbjorn's in a much better spot now because of the way his uh, scrap mechanic works. Um, there's a lot of call for people... Uh, I'm sorry, there's a lot of call from people... Hang on. Sorry. But... So... Yeah, it's on the um, the newest patch notes uh, on Blizzard's actual website. It'll actually say console only, fifteen percent okay. for uh, Symmetra and Torbjorn. So that, that's really the reason for the silence there. We're we're we're, we're confirming because the thing is we we confirmed, but as we as we talk, we do tend to look stuff up and confirm as we're talking because we don't want to be wrong. We want to give you guys good information. Um, but you know, Symmetra especially Torbjorn too. Honestly, I uh, I am not a Torbjorn player generally, but I love Torbjorn. God, he's fun to play as. He is and, fun, but I don't play him. But Symmetra that. is a favorite of mine. Symmetra's probably the second hero I play after Reaper. Yeah, one of our uh, one of the guys that we play with, uh, he loves the Torbjorn, so he was super <laughs> excited to hear that yes. uh, his turrets are getting about 15%. Um, but once again, which I... This is what I love about Blizzard and the game itself, is they're recognizing that on console... Uh, you know, Symmetra and Torbjorn aren't getting picked as regularly as they should be. Yeah. Um, you know, so, and I love the fact that they will take uh, console players, PC players. They realize that it's two separate entities, um, two separate groups of players. And, uh, you know, have you guys witnessed a, a PC-only nerf or buff? Not really. Right? No, it's it's pretty much been specific to console because console and PC just play so differently. It seems like any buff or nerf that comes out on PC also comes out on console, but mm-hmm. the same isn't true the other way around. Well, because usually it's an adjustment that's not has that doesn't have to do with your ability to yeah. turn and like preci- have precision. It's uh talks about like a character's ability to survive or do damage. Yep. Um, so I mean that. The the thing is, too, there's a lot of buffs and nerfs that went through. A lot of them aren't really talked about as much. You know, Bastion is kind of the main conversation and talking point. Highly advise you to get online, do some research about your favorite character, and find out, you know, if anything small changed. Because actually, there was some targeting stuff that changed, too, with uh, Zenyatta, I believe. And so just any character you play, if you enjoy, definitely get online and look up a little bit about what may have changed. But other than updates and buffs and nerfs, there was actually a pretty big announcement in the last couple of weeks. Well, before we get into that, actually, yeah, there's one 
there might be one or two more things that we need to talk about in terms of this uh, new update and patch uh, that we haven't talked about that we're all super excited about and uh, it's capture the flag oh yeah oh, oh god guys. I forgot like, I forgot a, about capture the flag that is a, so a fun way to get your loot boxes now uh, we well, were super super sad when they took that away for the, the week uh, according to us it's a fun way right, not yes. everyone agrees yeah, with uh, us uh, well, I don't think they would have brought it back if there wasn't more positive than negative right, support sure, for it. Sure. Well, also, it was probably an easy mode to implement because they had the mechanics down. They just needed to make the other maps. Yeah. Sure. Well, I I'm, I'm guess that, that would have been a... I mean, the maps are a bit different. Yes. Yeah. Um, but it's not like Junkenstein's Revenge where everyone called for another PvE mode. Yeah. They would have to actually design an entire new, like... Sure. Mode. Background level type. Or, yeah, they already yeah. had the maps. They had the ability to change rule sets, no mm -hmm. problem. In fact, they already had the entire rule set ready. They just had to, you know, go through a new a couple of new spawns on, you know, Elias. Um, so that was super exciting, uh, especially for us. We love, uh, you guys know, uh, every what Tuesday the the loot boxes. Monday. My, every Monday the loot boxes re uh, reset. Mm -hmm. So uh, for us, that is the most fun way to gather our loot boxes for the week get our yep. free loot boxes um so that was a big exciting thing for us um you know we were pretty good at it and uh we win a lot more than we lose so <laughs> it's um we enjoyed it quite a bit and we were very thankful for blizzard for adding that as a permanent staple in the arcade and yet even there we're seeing some changes because of the bastion buffs you know having okay the... Sure. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, go ahead. I found it. Okay, Symmetra. Console. Damage per second increased from 21 to 25.5 per second. Torbjorn. Okay. Console. Damage increased from 10 to, hang on, 12. Okay. So, again, <laughs> minor buffs to Symmetra and That's a difference. No, yeah, that is a big difference. And it's a happy difference because... Um, by contrast, the damage for Torbjorn's turret on PC is still 14, okay. which is still higher. I, I'm happy. I'm, sure. I'm still happy with the change, yes. though, because quite frankly, they're not wrong. Reaction no. time is slower on console. It, it naturally is because of the control scheme, but at the same time, I Unless, thought 30% was a I think bit the big much. problem was you could have six Torbjorns. Yeah, that so was I think No, you should do, though. Hmm. If you just get one of those modules that allow you to play mouse and keyboard on the console... It should help enhance things. What do you guys think? About For those that? of you that can't see us right now, Chad and I, our heads are about to explode because this is something that we've talked about in length, but I'm wondering, okay, okay. So let's just talk about this now. Let's talk about keyboard and mouse on console. It's not what you think it is. <laughs> no, because like... And yet Jeff Kaplan has come out and he, actually... I know, I know. Trusted, obviously. Um, Blizzard's made a, a blanket statement, essentially, on using mouse and keyboard on the console. And uh, long story short, the synopsis of their observation is, just don't do it. <laughs> let's, let's ask Chad how he feels about Chad, that. Chad, how do you feel about that? Well, because I've used one. <laughs> Have used? And use. hey, the thing and is, though, it's not, it's not an innate advantage, as it sounds like it is. Trust me. No, okay, trust here's me, the thing. I, I, want, I want to address what you just said, as it sounds like it is. It is an innate advantage, but not how it sounds like it is. Ah, the only real difference you get is that with the keyboard, you have each finger doing fewer things. Which is a giant... Don't get me wrong. That's an advantage. Sounds like an advantage to me. <laughs> the, but the thing is, though, the mouse is still emulating a control stick. Sure. It's not emulating what a computer would be. Which Because in the game, in the coding for the game, 
the way that the control stick turns and moves is different than how a mouse acts. But but I think at the end of the day, if a controller on the scale of controlling power, if a controller is a one and a PC keyboard mouse is a five, the emulator's somewhere in between. Um, I'd probably agree with that. It's the thing is though, I'd probably put it next to what they call trick shot controllers anyways. The right. ones that allow you to have multiple a finger doing, again, fewer things. I understand, yeah. Now, and say, I'd probably put that next to that. Yeah. Let me say this. Uh, we, uh, Chad actually invited us over, and I actually got my hands on the mm-hmm. mouse that he uses. If we you're not did. good yeah. with the mouse and keyboard, it is no advantage to you at all. Oh, God, no. I promise no. you. No. Uh, I, I did absolutely nothing. I was terrible with it. Um, it. It obviously isn't for somebody that's not accustomed to a mouse and keyboard. Yeah. Let um, me let me just say though, Mario and I grew up with console. We didn't grow up as heavy PC games. I grew games. up as both. And Chad kind of grew up with more of the PC games. Right. And that's, and just, that's yeah. it's, honestly for me though, and I told you guys, it's uh and as you can see in my ranking still, uh, <laughs> it's not just an innate advantage that you sure. guys think it might be. It's it's my comfort. It's a uh, much more comfortable for, comfortable for me to use the Wasid mm-hmm. and a mouse yeah. than it is to use dual stick, especially sure. uh, the PS4. Although much miles above the PS3 in terms of like the stick, um, it's still just not my comfort. It just feels yeah. weird. Um, mm. I don't feel like as Genji or as Tracer. It's difficult for me to almost move, turn, jump, shoot all at the same time, even though I've made the control scheme kind of accommodate that by switching jump to L1 and okay. uh, right. some we, of his abilities to click his the right and left click. We pretty much just brought that up to give Chad a hard time. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's been a lot of banter between us about the uh, publicity it's been getting of people right. using the... Because it's not something that you can buy straight from Sony or Microsoft. You have to you can. You branch can buy that out. Corey, well, the tech I, for I had one... Uh, uh, I'll be honest, I purchased one, didn't open it, um, because uh, Chad actually yeah. got the same thing, so I it told didn't work very it. well, so I, I returned it, um, and just decided not to buy another one. Um, it was something that I thought about doing, because obviously, uh, watching people emulate and playing pro meta is going to be on the, the, the PC, and mm-hmm. you kind of want to play it, you get the itch, like, hey, I wish I was good like that. Um, I want to I want to throw this out there too though, because um, I actually I, I experimented the other day. I'm I, again I've been playing games for a long time, and I have Taraka Dinosaur Hunter on my <laughs> PC. However, every time I've played it, I, I actually hook up a controller to my PC and mm. play it like that because that is how I played it on the N64. No, again, I'm not I'm not plugging in an N64 controller. I would try it. I'm plugging not? in a 360, an Xbox 360 controller to my PC and playing it like that. But the other day, I'm like, I'm going to get on and play with P- with keyboard and mouse. And I tried it. What I have found is that I'm just more comfortable with controller in first-person shooters, period. I'm just, sure. right now, with my experience, I'm more comfortable. And what kind of gamer am I? Am I playing for professional clout? Am I playing for skill? Or am I playing to have fun? What makes me the most comfortable? If playing with a controller makes me more comfortable... I'm just going to play with a controller. I'm not playing to be a grandmaster, ultra professional player. And, you know, it's it's not realistic. But that's me. kind of the other thing, too, because even on the PS4, we're well aware that we're straight up 
we know. I don't want to say hindered, but it's we're missing an entire scene that is the Overwatch League and it, the pro scene it's because Apple it's sure. on the console. Sure. But that sure. brings me to the final point we'll talk about uh, PC versus console is uh, working in the industry that I work in, I get to talk to a lot of different gamers and uh, types of gamers, and it goes the other way around too. I know 100% that there's plenty of players out there that play on a PC that still use an Xbox controller. Really? What? Uh, I, I promise you. <laughs> like, it, this is a thing, um, and they are still more comfortable. They, they grew mm-hmm. up with a, yeah. a, a console or controller in their hand, and they still feel more comfortable, and they're still diamond, platinum Sure, um, decent players. players. Yeah, you know, if you're diamond, you're above average. Mm-hmm. You know, you can look at any statistic you're looking at. Uh, platinum is about your average gamer. Okay. Uh, well, you know, they would say probably gold, uh, low platinum is probably the sweet spot of your, your the most gamers are going to be in that little area. Um, so if you're Diamond, you're using a, a, a console controller on a PC, um, that's pretty good. That yeah. means you're doing okay. Like, I don't know if we would be able to do that. Hard uh, to say. It's hard to say without actually doing it. Yeah, someday I'm sure we'll give it a shot and see what happens. I, I am comfortable to say if I was actually playing Overwatch on the PC with my keyboard and mouse, the way it's meant, and I, I don't say meant to be played, the way the keyboard and mouse is meant to act, which is on PC, I think I would be comfortably, usually comfortably in high diamond. I I would like to even think I would hit masters, yeah. um, with the keyboard and mouse. Uh, like I said, the controller is not my comfort. It's except for like Dark Souls action games like that. That's diff- That's completely different. Hey guys, um, guess what? What? So we went 45 minutes into this podcast, and we didn't even talk about the new character that just got revealed. There's a new character. Is it Doomfist? I heard there was Doomfist <laughs> just got announced, and he looks. B-A. Obviously joking. Um, no, Orissa, guys. Orissa yeah, so was announced. Let's talk about Orissa a little bit. Yes. Um, now, right, right away, the first thing with Orissa, and of course you guys probably already know this if you're listening, big-ass centaur robot. She's ugly as hell. I disagree. And that's one thing, right away, I know my group of friends has kind of disagreed on is her look, her aesthetic. I like it. I don't. See? <laughs> I, Maybe one of her legendary skins will change my mind. I'm sure. impartial. I, I mean, I knew it was going to be a mech of some sort. Sure. So, uh, like Chad said, I, I think Baymax every time that I see, <laughs> God, I and see I, her. And I didn't like Big Hero 6. But I like oh, Big Hero 6. So, you see, there's our difference. My wife <laughs> kick you in the nuts right now. You're right. <laughs> it wasn't good. But, uh, so, okay, Orissa. Well, what? Another tank character, 400 mm-hmm. health. She's got fortified. Needed. Needed a needed tank character. I I am very looking forward to what, see what she does to the meta. Uh, Blizzard has already said that she's kind of a alternative to Reinhardt, which I'm very excited about. Yeah. Right. So let's run down. Uh, I know you got started. Let's run down what she does, mm-hmm. uh, stat wise, uh, ability wise, um, and we will uh, talk about what we think. Sure. Okay. You guys probably have seen this a million times already. Videos, whatever. So we're sure. going to run through mm-hmm. this. Let's not spend too much time. Quick, quick. Um, her primary fighter is the Fusion Driver, which is the first tank character to actually have like, a long-range capability. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a projectile. It does 12 damage per second. I'm sorry, 12 damage, 12 rounds per second, so it's about 144. 200 ammo, and it takes about 2.5 seconds to reload. So it's a cool character. She kind of has like, a diva, like, slow down too when she shoots. So which she's is shooting, definitely but she's needed for a tank in a long-range scenario. Sure. Uh, she's got to have a... There's going to be a positive and a negative yeah. to it, so that, that makes sense. One of her abilities is called Halt. It is a projectile like throw ability. 
It moves about 20 meters per second, has about seven and a half meters radius of effect. Excuse me. Has eight second cooldown, and when you launch it, when it hits something, it will explode and pull people in, or you can press the ability again and it will explode it in mid-cast, or not mid-cast, mid-travel, and it will also bring people in. So you can kind of throw this around corners, like that King's Row choke point. Yeah. You can shoot it around that, pull people in, and see so, if you can capitalize on that. Mini Zarya. Gotta be honest. Yes, this yeah. This ability scares me. I'm excited that to see it. That ability is going to really scare excited. the hell out of me. Next one's called Fortify. This is a personal one. She reduces damage that she receives by 50%. Wait, so you're saying she becomes a tank? <laughs> Weird. <laughs> she It lasts for about 4 seconds and has a cooldown of 10 seconds. But while doing this, she's still able to shoot and move. Yes. Um, so also kind of cool. But she does an animation. so She puts her um, like left arm up. Yeah, she's so holding up a during shield, the animation, she not. takes normal damage and she won't start the fortify uh, damage reduction until she's done with the animation. That's actually something to keep in consideration. Oh, God, especially because we have those 30-tick uh, servers still, and Scott and I can attest to this a lot, where we try to recall or wait for <laughs> Yeah, and we get killed in the and middle. And we get killed anyways. Um, her last ability, besides the ultimate, is called Protective Barrier. Protect protective barrier. She throws down kind of like a little ball that pops up into a barrier. Has 900 health and it's slightly smaller than Reinhardt. It looks like a goalie net in soccer. Yeah. To be honest, it looks just like a goalie net. It's kind of weird. It last. It can either last for 20 seconds or until destroyed by 900 damage. Um, this one's stationary, so you, wherever you throw it, it'll stay there. It's staying. Yep. Yep. The best part about this ability, though, in my opinion, is the cooldown starts as soon as you yes. throw oh, it. Yes, I agree. Very good. So yes. you can essentially. 10, was it 12 seconds? It's 12 second cooldown, but right. it lasts for 20. Yeah, so uh, you lo throw it down, your 12 seconds is starting instantly mm -hmm. yep, at that point. Good. So as soon as that's dead, you're ready to throw up another yep. one, which so is then, awesome. What's her ultimate? Her ultimate's called Supercharger. Uh, so this thing actually has health. You put it down on the ground, and it actually has a duration of 15 seconds. So it has 200 health, so you can destroy this thing and target it. Mm -hmm. Anyone in the area, and has a 25 meter radius, okay. which is Pretty good. Which is Because um, that covers a choke, that can cover a point, that can cover a lot of different Keep things. Keep in mind. Go ahead. Um, but basically, anyone it tethers to, it tethers to you and your teammates, it gives them 50% more damage. And... One thing that I want to uh, say, line of sight is the key word of this, uh, her ability. I was wondering about that one because I know Mercy and Zen, if they lose line of sight for about three seconds, they don't go away, but mm -hmm. they can still retain... The connection, even so you, if they lose uh, line of sight. With a this bit. particular all, you have to be in line of sight, line of sight to gain the advantage. So it, it, there's no like three second. Like, Correct. Nope. So if you go look you behind break a car, line of sight, you lose damage or instantly? you lose that ability. Yeah. Okay, I I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. So go I was just gonna say, so given given all of this, given what we know, what are our opinions? Um, she's kind of classified as a quote unquote anchor tank, and which is kind of mean that she's supposed to be like a Reinhardt but she's supposed to kind of like retain a certain area. Whereas Reinhardt's supposed to protect his teammates and hopefully kind of push a front. Mm -hmm. She's supposed to kind of retain an area, or so they kind of say. I'm really excited for her gameplay, as ugly as I think she is. I was actually <laughs> looking up one of her legendary skins. Her legendary skin looks great. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm excited for her look. Um, oh, her personality is really dry, too. But, uh, but well, not, I, I, we haven't seen enough of her personality. Maybe. Yeah, we, we haven't maybe. heard any of her... Um, 
her talking ability. We don't know how she's going to interact with the other characters. She's, she's yet. Baymax. Were like, you we satisfied with your care? We, we don't know that yet. So, <laughs> my initial thoughts are I am super, super, super excited. Me too. Um, this is the type of tank that I would traditionally gravitate towards in different games. A game that is still, or a character that is still long range in a way yet has multiple different abilities and okay. isn't just a Reinhardt to just stand there and absorb damage. Her toolkit is very, very... It's very, it's very interesting. interesting. It's a very interesting Because, like I said, I came from a DPS background playing a lot of Counter-Strike, Days yeah. of Fee, all these computer games. So when you put me into a position where I'm basically just holding my shield up, I kind of get an itch. I'm like, oh man, I gotta swing this hammer. <laughs> um, oh, so I like Tracer. That's why I like Zen, though. Because Zen, I love support characters... And I love Zen because, hey, here's an orb. I'm going to look this way and shoot someone. Mm. Um, and don't get me wrong, I love Mercy. Mercy's a fun character. But I think I'm going to really be interested in this character because of her ability to say, hey, get behind this. I got you. I'm also going to kill that guy. Uh, now, here's the thing. I love this character. I love everything about this character except Damage. I don't like her ultimate. I don't like Supercharger. See, I thought her I, ultimate was a sport ability. I think it's boring. I, I expected more. And this is just me. You know, if you guys are excited about her ultimate, that's fine. I'm bored by it already. I personally am super okay with the ultimate. Um, it's a skill ultimate. It's not something that you can just plop in the middle of your battlefield and say, go to town. Like, you have to stay in the line of sight of your allies. But isn't it kind of, though? No. Like, it has 200 HP. That thing will die. McCree has 200 HP. That's why I'm not How excited. easy is it to kill a McCree? Yeah. That's my point. Um, you got to put it behind something, and that is kind of the trick. We have a badass centaur robot character, <laughs> and their ultimate is to put down a little tiny grenade-type thing that buffs all the characters around it. See, And that's just I, not exciting to me. When I first kind of saw and heard her, I was thinking her ultimate might have been something goofy. Um... I know a lot of the tanks don't really have a damage-dealing alt, except for, say, D.Va. I would say even Roadhogs is a little more attuned to put the died, push. I've died plenty. It's, it's definitely a push ultimate, but I've died plenty yeah. of times. Oh, I have. Oh, I have killed people. Yeah. Her ultimate is kind of... It's a support ability. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Her ultimate and, is support. And I talked to you about this when I first heard about the, this uh, new robot character that's supposed to be coming out, made by Effie. I, th I said it was either going to be defense or support yeah. because she's meant to help and protect. And you said tank. And I, I can respect that because the whole protect thing is what Reinhardt yeah. does. That's what Diva does. <laughs> kinda. Um, I kind of saw her ultimate being like a shoop-de-whoop like laser beam. Like a charge, like a stationary charge beam that she could do. I don't, I, who knows? You know, but, we, we could sit here and talk about sure. potential ultimates all day. But I'm just saying the ultimate that they have for her... I personally am not... A, I, I'm excited for the character. I honestly can't wait to oh, play excited. the character. I just think they they could have done a better job with the ultimate, and that's that's just me. I'm not opposed to the ultimate, but I agree. It was a little bit of a surprise. And it's almost... It's kind of boring for her. Yeah. If someone got it, cool. Yeah, let's sure. do it. Um, but that being said, it does make her a bit more of an off-tank. Yeah. Where she can help push an engagement, because if you don't know this, tank characters are actually engagers don't just sit there engage right um and the thing is too with that supercharger yes it only has 200 health but when she plops it down on the ground and you have four to six supercharged characters in front of you are you going to think rationally enough to aim for that little 200 health um, thing? i would hope so i would hope so so but that's um, the difference between the master and the bronze players yeah. probably but because I... if you see a widow on top of roadhog who should you shoot 
Yeah. I mean, not, not widow, a mercy type of a roadhog. Yeah, right, yeah. Doing my due diligence and actually watching some of the um, the Mornland streamers and uh, uh, their likes playing the character on the PTR, um, you do tend to notice that um, she's outputting a lot more damage than she's probably intended to. Right. So 144 I think, DP second, yeah, DPS I think per second. that portion <laughs> of her will probably be getting nerfed a little bit before she goes live probably Possibly. next week. Because um, I don't think that was her intention. I think they wanted more of a, a damage absorber um, type character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they wanted her doing damage, and that's why they made it a projectile, oh, not yeah. hit scan. I think I think you might be right though, where she might be doing a little more than intended. Because right. that two hundred ammo on her gun, she's too. laying her all, and then she's getting nano boosted at the same time. Do um, we know how fast her all charges? Fifteen hundred points is required. So if you guys don't know, if you pretty much kill a McCree, you get a hundred. Oh, that's that's for fine fire, isn't it? Um, alt charge. Who knows what she gets alt charge to? Because uh, I know Reinhardt doesn't really get alt charge for his barrier blocking stuff. Right. Um, if she does, if she gets it for four to five, who knows? I don't know yet. I haven't. Played I was gonna it. say, depending no. on how fast her alt char- charges, that will make a change to the character. Here, so. let's for for relation. Uh, Diva, her ultimate takes thirteen seventy five points. Ooh, okay. Interesting. So this one actually takes more. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. It makes sense. Yeah. And Bastion takes two thousand and seventy five. But don't forget, he's putting he, out a lot his of DPS. Yeah, he's it's, it's easy for him to build. Oh charge. my gosh. Roadhog is two thousand points. Yeah, that's also easy. Just for curiosity. Well, because he also self heals. Right. Don't forget, and that that's what I'm saying. It's so she's at. A, I think she's probably at a safe range in terms of her alt charge. Well, we won't know until we get our hands right. on her. But yes. So again, you know, there there are there there are various opinions about her right now. But quite frankly, anytime a new character is added, I'm excited because oh, yeah. it changes up the meta. We can expect new plays. It's always a good thing. So they go, I guess, like. Sombra came out and we were all super excited to play her, but now you see a Sombra player once every, what, 10 matches maybe? Maybe. maybe. <laughs> and competitive is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I don't know where. Uh... No, you're right though, because it's Sombra. still weary. I think she's in a better spot now. Is it enough? Sombra? That's, it's up for discussion. A good Sombra is very yes. noticeable. You know when you're against and a I good Sombra. And I actually honestly love playing Sombra. I don't pick her in competitive because I'm usually playing support or DPS, yeah. which Sombra is not. And, oh, it kind of annoys me, too. When I'm when I'm looking at the comp, I'm like, what do we need? And the guy's like, we already have two, two DPS. I'm like, no, we have Soldier and Sombra, who's not DPS. She's a Sombra's player. not really DPS. No. So, um, can we talk about something really quick? Sure. Um, we've talked about this in the past, and I want to know what your guys' opinion of a character you would pick. Overwatch, or uh, excuse me, Blizzard has come out and said that they are not opposed to retiring a character. <sighs> it's going to get to that point where someone is just not getting picked, and they get to the point where they're considering retiring a character. Who do you well, think Well, I don't think it's because they're not getting picked. I think it's because someone else came out who's doing the sim- a similar or the same job, either more effectively, better, right. more fun, something like that. And Scott and I actually talked about this about a week and a half ago. We've all talked about this, actually. And yeah. we wish we were recording it. We think Mercy first one to go. might be the first one to go. We Yeah, uh, Mercy, don't get me wrong, I, I'm a fan of Mercy. I, I, like I have a lot of hours racked up with Mercy. I enjoy her. But quite frankly, her job is so easy to do. You know, she she heals, and then she can resurrect, 
And that's really all she's bringing to the table. And what's her other ability? To fly towards someone to heal them. Right. I mean, it's, she can damage boost. And if, if they keep releasing characters, let's say they release a new character every three to four months-ish, eventually they're going to release a support character that heals. It does basically the same does job. Does kind of a better job. And yeah. we already kind of have that in Wait, Ana you mean in Ana? a way. Yeah. Well, well Ana has way, an offensive ult. She's defensive. an offensive support character, yes. Ana. She, has, she does a great job of shutting down the team, but she heals... Technically speaking, if you have the high enough skill level, she feels yeah. better than Mercy already. She's a better burst heal. Uh, so really, all Mercy brings to the table, then, is Resurrect. And that's actually what people have been calling for, mm-hmm. is uh, Mercy's technically still not missing, but doesn't have another skill that she should have. I, I think, though, to go back to the question... I personally am not against the idea of retiring a character, but... It's kind of sad. I, it is sad, but I would rather them do what they did for Symmetra. Let's rework her toolkit. I think it's a great idea. Sure. Now, say they retire a character, are they going to kill that character off in the lure, you think? No, I think it'll almost be more like a retirement kind of deal, where they're just like, you know what, I'm done. Grandpa Reinhardt finally gets his party, his gold watch, for doing his due diligence. And... Well, Reinhardt, it's already been said, he'll fight until he dies. That's Reinhardt. Which, Mercy, though... At his age. Her, her character is almost like, maybe this should stay dead. Like, her character is almost ready to give up already. I don't know. Like, I hate to think about that at this point, but... We're not, you know, we're a year into this game, right? right? March is a year, right? Or no, May. That's a long keep, time this game for came a video game to keep going. May, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Well, not when you're talking about an online competitive shooter. Not when we're talking about Blizzard. Blizzard keeps games going. Right. But um, for any standard general game, for a game to last a year and still have this kind of following, it's a big freaking deal. Oh, it's growing. Right. It's kind of had a plateau, but know, it's, that's a, it grew. That's the thing. You know, there are a lot... You can tell when they get a little bit nervous that you know people might not be playing the game at, at some point and that they do something drastic, um, you know. But that's a, re- a good another good reason why they do events, uh, change skins, voice lines. They got to keep it fresh sure. to keep everybody engaged, which is uh, you know, any good company is going to do that, especially for a game that you, you're going to want to play over and over again, not just something. Uh, you know, beat it in eight hours and trade it in somewhere. And, yep. and we talked about this last episode. Um, that's a Blizzard thing. I've always kind of respected Blizzard. I never really got very deep into a lot of their games. But they don't really just make a game and then release a new one two years later. They build a platform mm-hmm. and then they build off of that. Um, World of Warcraft, you know, still going with just expansions, and etc. So hopefully Overwatch will be relevant and a kind of consistently supported platform that they'll continue to take a look at and with overwatch league coming out this year um i feel like they really want that to keep going and this game was they even come out came out and say this it was built to be an esport too but it was also built to be super approachable as you can see the influences from tf2 from mobas uh even counter-strike i would argue and they want this game to be noticed, and it actually got a lot of recognition. It was very young oh, when yeah. it was on TV. Listen, they, uh, in our area, um, they actually broadcasted the Overwatch mm-hmm. Open at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> what? I kid you not. 
um, I helped partake in uh, some of that. But yeah, it was uh, on ninety percent of the TVs at Buffalo Wild Wings. Wow. That's open on kind TBS. of cool. I actually so, watched it at work. I had a computer open with it. Uh, so going. how cool is that for a game that's not even been out a full year? It's taking up ninety percent of your TVs at a, a, a high volume Buffalo Wild Wings in the state of Illinois. So. Uh, you know, the the, uh, the game is growing. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, Overwatch 2, a lot of, uh, you've heard about these basketball corporations actually picking up yes. professional esports teams. I don't think Overwatch was the main contributor. I think League, obviously, yeah, even Hearthstone. Uh, but I think Overwatch really helped with that. This was a very, very young game that became a gigantic staple of esports. In fact, it won the best esport of the year last year at that uh, arbitrary game awards. Um, Pick your game award. Yeah. But still, no, it's impressive because League is still a relevant game. Right. Well, like I said last podcast, uh, this game got me back into my roots, got me back into gaming. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, I owe a lot to Overwatch. And um, it's it, it, it's great that this game has come full circle in terms of where it started as, you know, open alpha and beta and where I didn't even give it a second thought to, yeah, uh, to now, you know, I'm dedicating several hours a day to not only playing Overwatch, but watching videos yep. of Overwatch mm-hmm. and uh, looking for cool stuff online. So this is uh, a super cool, super fun time to, to be, to want to play Overwatch. Um, new season comes out, you know, a new meta and it's, it's just exciting and you know, we're, we're all thankful for it. I think there's an unfortunate Bastion beep boop meta right now. Um, and maybe you're right. Maybe he has overpowered. I still don't know if I'll say if he's quite overpowered. But I think he'll see some adjustments in the future aside from the ironclad nerf. And because right now, solo healer with Bastion Ryan is very... It's viable. I've seen a lot more solo heals yeah. just at the beginning of the season than I ever did before. Because Bastion being able to heal, Hog can heal, Maze, yep. Soldier, they can all heal. Yep. And it takes a lot of pressure off the so- the healer. And that's one thing you got to realize when you do solo healer is not only do you have a good healer in Honor or Mercy, do you have other people who can take pressure off of the healer? But what that does, in my opinion, is it uh, downgrades the Lucio's worth worthiness yeah. i think in pro scene i think lucio is still oh, he's still your, your yeah. but it's not because of the heal it's because of the speed yes yeah, correct lucio's that's what i'm saying the also the sound barrier is a good defensive and offensive lucio cannot be your solo healer at this point no no, 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 no. Uh, you know you're using what when so if i'm not playing roadhog or zenyatta i'm playing lucio um and i am on speed boost 80 percent of the time you know, I'm relying on a different healer to do a good chunk of the healing while I'm, you know, boosting everybody and mm-hmm. dropping the beat and what have you. Um, <laughs> sure. But yeah, that, that I mean, this meta is going to be interesting. It's uh, getting, it's hard to get accustomed to what's going on because you have to instantly think, all right, well, how I'm going, how am I going to attack, or how am I going to defend this bastion, and how are they going to. <laughs> attack or defend this bastion so i can figure out a way oh, to God. counter that and it's like a game of chess but that's not what i want to see you know and i'm again, yeah. i'm happy when i see changes to the meta i'm happy bastion's relevant but i don't but want to see him be the, the quintessence the pick yes you know i want to see characters be relevant but i don't want them to be the pick and right now that's what we have right is bastion um, is the pick you know as i think we briefly touched on the topic a little bit earlier about you know jeff kaplan coming out and mentioning hey 
the pro players are playing this specific meta that doesn't necessarily mean right. that everybody should strictly go to this meta um and that's what's kind of cool we you know we're in a state uh to where we're every match we play is going to be a different combination of players mm. uh to an extent um you know you're gonna you're gonna see some some auto locks essentially, but you know when you look at the pro scene, you know you have Lucio Anna, um, Ryan Hart, yeah. um, and pick your DPS. Yeah. Right now it's gonna be Sniper, obviously. <laughs> uh, now, well, I mean, there's not really any major tournaments going on right. currently, so you know you're not really gonna see what they're gonna bring to a table when money's on the line. Mm-hmm. You know, is Bastion still gonna be involved? Most likely at this point. Fun fact, though, Torb and Sombra have actually been getting picked up. Sure. Um, yeah, I've seen a lot more uh, Sombra. I don't know necessarily Torbjorn, but uh, Sombra, there's been a lot more increase in picks. Um, it, she's viable, and her what she brings with her kit, if, like you, uh, you mentioned a little bit earlier, is if you are playing with a good Sombra... You realize it right away. You know. You're saying, you know. God damn that sound. <laughs> yeah. I might have said that 30 times, you know, and, and you know right away when you're playing against a good Sombra. Yep. Um, but you're not going to, you know, you don't see that very often. Um, so the, the meta is definitely... It's um, an interesting place. You know, I'm, I'm curious to see where it goes. And, and this of course... Is a, yeah, it is in a permanent state right now. Uh, Bashit's going to get a little bit of rework. Um, he's, you know, he already got nerfed a little, but even watching the professional streamers, uh, you know, they have the same complaints we do, which is kind of cool. Uh, you know, they know it just, just the same way we do that. Yeah. There's some changes that need to be made, uh, to make the game fun. But you know, too, you never know what Blizzard's going to do because we all thought Doomfist was coming quick. And here's the thing. I think he still is. I think we're going to get Orisa, And I think, I personally think we're going to get Doomfist sooner rather than later. Now, did you guys think... Doomfist was going to be a bad guy right off the bat. Yeah. Yes. I did not. <laughs> yeah, See, yeah, I did. Watching that, an, that original animated short with the kid with the cast and... and, and Doomfist but, is always a different character, right, though. Right, yeah. It's a different... It's, but, Doomfist is technically the gauntlet. Yeah, which is the, it's the, the gauntlet. The gauntlet, the gauntlet that you wear to give you the Doomfist powers. So uh, for just that moment, that kid in the trailer yeah, was Doomfist. For just that moment. I wanted to be a good guy. I wanted it to be the kid in the cast, and... What? Oh, that'd be awesome. No, I, I didn't want no, that. No, I almost, like, I my eyes watered the first time that I watched that animated short. I'm like, that was one of the coolest things I've watched in a very long time. It was corny, though. but I loved it. I loved that. It was super corny. Certainly. I loved it. <laughs> um, uh, well, see, uh, without, I, I, I mention this all the time, the, the area that I work, I got to see that first with a group of about 6,000 other people, mm-hmm. and... I was so, you know, I'm not a big Blizzard guy. I played Diablo, but that was about it. I'm not a big WoW guy or Hearthstone or anything like that. So when they gave they gave me this, and I was looking at it, I'm like, this is awesome. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know what this is, but I want to play the I shit out of it. I want to play this like, game. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I guess I just really liked that animated short. And sure. any short that they've put out, I've been super happy about. Um, I'm kind of curious what they do do with Doomfist uh, in the upcoming months because Jeff Kaplan even came out and said number 24 is not who we think it is. We which now it know clearly it's wasn't. No, it's a wrestler. Right. Yeah. Um, which I mean, 
obviously they have several heroes they've talked about. Uh, I'm sorry, they've talked about having several, several heroes, heroes in development, works, some right. much further along than others. Um, I know a lot of people got hyped about the whole Terry Crews Doomfist thing. Oh, Terry Crews went to Blizzard, therefore confirmed, right? A lot um, of people, basically Chad and I, were super excited because we love Terry Crews. Oh, who doesn't? <laughs> yeah, Terry Crews. Old Spice, awesome. hello. Yeah, no, uh, Terry Crews saves Christmas, excuse you. But <laughs> my problem was is that Kaplan and Jeff Goodman have both come out and kind of said, well, one of the first things we ever do with character development is the voice acting. Yeah. And Terry Crews just going there, I either A, it wasn't going to be Terry Crews voicing Doomfist, or B, Terry Crews wasn't really that far. Um, so we might have to wait a little longer along for that. If he comes out, if we have another character come out in like a month or two, that'd be amazing. Oh my God. Don't yeah. get me wrong. So the biggest... But I'd rather have it be in development and do well. Yeah, the biggest shock for me is I assumed Doomfist was going to be a tank. Like, I don't think you're going to pump back-to-back tanks, right? I was um, thinking about that, too, because so defense is the then? only one not to get off, something. Probably offense. I mean, just, just I looking thinking. at the room in the airport that's been trashed, <laughs> right. probably offense. I would assume, yeah, but to, that's what caught me off, so, off guard the most, mm-hmm. was like, all right, Doomfist is going to be this big tank, big gauntlet. Yep. He's going to be tank. strictly melee. Uh, kind of like Reinhardt, you know, so he's just going to boot people off, <laughs> off yeah. the map. And just crush people right. in one blow. So like, it's yeah. me. I'm excited for this. Um, and then you get this other tank, and you're like, well, they can't do back-to-back tanks. Yeah. Like, So this is going to have to be offense or defense. Yeah, we haven't got a defensive character yet. No, we? not in a while. We've only gotten three new characters. True, yeah, we're pretty True. early on. So we'll, we'll see what comes up. Um, I don't see Doomfist being defensive. I just that's, don't. Yeah, that's what I've been thinking too. That just seems a little off in terms you can't, of what Yeah, you can't really have a villain. But they did have, what defensive. was it, the Protector? Was it, what were the three Doomfist? Well, then again, at, at this point, if you had to pick a villain other than like Reaper and Widowmaker, you'd probably pick like Junkrat, right? He's defensive. <laughs> Like he he steals and Junk, runs. Junkrat is not a I probably mean, he, rapes. He's a villain in the idea of like he's a criminal, but he's more chaos than evil. He's just you know he's more he's, anarchy. Yeah. He's, he's self interested. And did he's you know really he's evil. technically considered the worst character in Overwatch right now? Junkrat? Yeah. I don't believe it. I I think I can see why because he's the most inconsistent in terms because that's one thing pros care about is consistency but that, that's the thing though is yeah, pros yeah but we're not talking about pros we're talking about overwatch sure but even still and Junkrat has a place where he has Wait, oh, he maximum has damage output well now if we're talking about meta of barriers Junkrat <laughs> is going to have a huge place yeah uh, if you're trying to get down a Reinhardt an Orisa and a Symmetra shield. Yep. How do you do that? You lob some goddamn grenades. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what you do. And the thing is, I, I've, I'm a lo- I love Junkrat. I, I think he's been a fun character since As you know, one. he he's was my... one of my mains. Yeah, like well, early. Start, start <laughs> early off Overwatch. I, I played nothing but Junkrat. And uh... and I know people joke about like, oh, you're going to spam grenades. Yeah, I'm going to spam the shit out Hell of those yes grenades. I like, yes, I'm going to spam grenades. And you should spam grenades with Junkrat. Like, you want to close down areas as quickly as possible with Junkrat. But, so, that, that's interesting to me. Um, no, I, I'm happy to see, I hope that Junkrat does come back a little bit. I do, I, I too. Like in, in my opinion, I don't know why I think this, I think he's the most overwatchy character. Because <laughs> he's, he's weird. He's kind of just goofy and fun. His, so, his weapon's not straightforward. It's not just, hey, point-click damage. 
He has a kit that kind of just says, hey, here's a weird ability. So you heard it here first. In Chad's opinion, Junkrat should have been on the cover, not Tracer. I can see why they think Tracer. <laughs> it's like Pikachu. Pikachu and Pokemon. Sure. Because Charizard technically is the, you know, but whatever. Um, so next week, we are going to talk about our experiences. Hopefully, Orisa will come live. Yep. I, we might see her come live. Sure. I um, hope so. If, if I we get our hands on her. shoe, Orisa will be available next Tuesday. Well, I don't know. This, it's usually about a think week. This week? A week or I two. Hope, I hope. So hopefully, by Crossing next fingers, episode, uh, yeah. next we can episode, report on our yes. experiences with and against Orisa. And we will all, well, two out of three of us will say we're in Masters. Unfortunately, Chad's got to get the diamond first. But no, I'll, <laughs> get, I'll get the Masters. I, no, we're kidding. No promises. No um, uh, I think we do have a big pro scene tournament coming up in the next couple weeks. Um, end of March, I think it is. Oh, is it end of yeah, March? It's, okay. it's a little bit while down the way. We got some finally some tournament action. There's kind of been a lull in esports and tournament play in the United States. Uh, there's been some, um, you know, uh, East Coast. Well, the Korean one's a big deal. The Apex? Yeah, has a big deal. we're on with the second Apex currently yeah. going on right now. But none of... There's only a couple UN. Um, UN. What did I say? UN. <laughs> NA. NA. Sorry, uh, not you, the United Nations. Well, I also care about the European scene, and when they actually mix NA and EU, that's what I actually really care about. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so go ahead and uh, let's talk about where everyone can reach us. So you can find us at the POTG Podcast. That's a Twitter. You can also email us at potgpodcast at gmail.com. Please send us feedback. We will be on iTunes. Please leave a review. It's going to help us get noticed and get us more recognition. Yeah. Because that's the hardest part right now, honestly. It's just... And, and even if, you know, you've got constructive criticism, we're all about it. You oh, know? no. If I'd there's rather something have... we can do to improve this podcast, hit us with it. Let's, I'd rather have that. someone say, hey, this could use some work, but this is well, instead of just saying, you guys suck. Yeah, that's not, or, that's not hey, helpful. you guys are great. No, give us give us something to work on. Yeah, give on. us something to work We intend on making this our living. Uh, you know, so we want to quit our jobs and just do this. Because we have 140 uh, views already, so we're basically famous. I mean, right. basically, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. I get stopped all the time and say, hey, you're the guy from the podcast, right? Yeah. That's, it. that's, that's me. exactly like, who I am. So, Anyways. Uh, I, we thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. If uh, you listen to us ramble and banter for the last hour, uh, we definitely, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you and appreciate every listen. Um, and uh, share it with your friends. Yeah. So thanks for listening. Please give us some feedback. And the world could always use more heroes. <laughs>